Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tell Me What You Really Think. Hi, Tommy. Hi, Lisa. So there's a lot of misinformation that goes around. About what? Lots and lots of things. You know how many times you hear where they're like, oh, it's fake news. It's, you know. Oh, yes. This stuff. So have you heard that they are going to start vaccinating our cattle with the mRNA vaccine? You know, the vaccine that people got for COVID-19? No, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, it's all over TikTok and all the rest where they're like, it doesn't matter if you got the vaccine or not, you'll be eating the vaccine and then you'll be getting it inside you anyway. That's not really right. And it's not true either. In oh. fact, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association finally got sick of hearing it. And so they came out with a statement that says, there are no current mRNA vaccines licensed for use in beef cattle in the United States. Cattle farmers and ranchers do vaccinate cattle to treat and prevent many diseases, but presently, none of these vaccines include mRNA technology. Well, that's good. Yeah, it is, um, except, you know, I always look at what people are saying and then wonder what they are not saying. So in this one sentence, they say there are no current, and then they end it with, but presently, none of the vaccines include. And I'm like, okay, so... They're putting it in the now with an emphasis to let you know right now. Yes. So, so what are they working on? Exactly, right? Mm -hmm. It makes me wonder, well, how far are we from actually doing this then? And if they're not putting it in the cattle, does that mean that they're putting it in the sheep instead? Well, <laughs> mm -hmm. funny you ask that. Because, you know, when COVID-19 hit, they found out that the cattle and the hogs were not really affected by COVID-19, but minks were. So they were really thinking about doing something for the minks. And they were arguing that, you know, the messenger RNA, which is mRNA, uh, and RNA itself are natural components of all living cells. So um, they said, you know, it's, it's nothing to worry about. I don't but, know if I believe that. Yeah, so, you know, so here's the the bottom line. I mean, I I got my vaccine, and you know, and for me, I'm glad that I did it. Would I mandate it? You know, that other people did it? No, I think that that was a personal choice. Just like people getting the flu shot and all these other different types of vaccines, I think that it's a personal choice and not something that you can dictate to other people. So you know, I don't want to say, oh, this is like a horrible thing. But what I do think is that I think that if they are going to do it, I think that it should be labeled. Yes, and you should know that on anything that is in. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Yeah. And, you know, I know what they say. You know, like even the U.S. Department of Agriculture spokesperson, Marissa Perry, said that there is no requirement or mandate that producers vaccinate their livestock for any disease. So they don't have to vaccinate their cattle for anything at all because there are no mandates. Um, it's a personal and a business okay. up to every single producer. And she insists it will always remain that way. So she didn't say, and it currently remains that way. She goes, and it will remain that way. Um, however, and, you know, they say that even with this stuff, 
if it were in cattle or hogs, that just because they were given it, it doesn't mean that you're ingesting it in you as well, because the whole idea of that messenger RNA is it comes back out of your body. So the person who's getting it, the cattle that's getting it, they get it in there and then it kicks back out of their body. Right. So they're oh, okay. saying, okay. So it's not really going into them, into them. Yeah. It's, it's really not. And I, I'll explain that in a little bit, but still, I just think that everything should be labeled. We label things when it's organic beef. We say, you know, the beef are grass fed. So why would we mm -hmm. not go ahead if in the future they are with these vaccines? Why don't we go ahead and put that down? And I mean, not just for the messenger RNA stuff, but for all of the vaccines, because I'd like to know what type of antibiotics are in these or, or vaccines are in these um, these cattle, you know, the meat that I eat. Sure, sure. And, and then that would be something that should be inclusive in the packaging because if you choose not to want that in your system, you should be able to shop and get the, the correct meat that you want. I think so too, because whereas they're saying the messenger RNA comes back out, there's no way you're ingesting that. There's other vaccines that actually stay in the body. And if it's staying in the cattle and you're eating that, what does that do to your body when you're constantly being exposed to these type of things? So I think, you know, I really do think that it has to be labeled. I think that the FDA should be on that. And the Missouri representative, uh, Jones, she believes the same way. She introduced HB 1169, where she said that any product that acts as or exposes to processes that could result in the product potentially acting as a gene therapy or that could possibly impact, alter, or introduce genetic material or a genetic change into the user of the product or certain other people must be conspicuously labeled with the words potential gene therapy product. And reasonable steps must be taken to ensure a potential purchaser or user is made aware of the presence of this label. I think that's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. And I don't think it should be just for, again, for the messenger RNA, I think it should be, if it's voluntary, you know, all vaccines on livestock is voluntary. That means that some of these producers have cattle that are not vaccinated or yes. hogs that are not vaccinated <clears throat> at all, and some that are. And I think that it's important for people to know. Yes, absolutely. And, and the stores are knowing which farms they're getting their, their meat from. So that should be something that if a farmer in... Illinois doesn't, but somebody in Kansas does, you should be, you should know that for sure. Yeah, because I do believe that vaccines are important. I do believe that they have value. And I mean, there have been some really bad things out in the world that people have been saved because they were vaccinated. And even with the cattle, there was once, I don't know if you remember this, it was called Black Plague when there was a problem with that with the cattle, which anthrax comes from and which humans can get. And so they went ahead and vaccinated their cattle and then everything was fine. So I think that vaccines are very important. I like, I am a middle of the road type of person. I'm not somebody who really is, you know, on the far left or the far right. I mm -hmm. believe that moderation is a key on everything. So there are some bills when it comes to this that I just think are, I don't want to say insane. Yeah, I got to say insane that I think are kind of a little insane that they were introduced. 
You want to know an example? Yeah, I would love to. So Idaho House Bill 154 said that they want to prohibit the messenger RNA vaccines uh, by anybody, and that anybody who administers them would face misdemeanor charges. So they not only don't want the messenger RNA vaccines in livestock, they don't want it in people. And anybody who gives it, like, you know, the people at CVS, like your doctors, mm -hmm. like your hospitals, that they will face misdemeanor charges. So to me, and they said, it, and that also could include jail time. So to me, that's like, why was that even introduced? Like, what is the harm? It's not like it's mandatory, you know, right now. And if somebody wants to get it, where does that hurt somebody else? Why, you know, would people possibly be facing jail time for that? No, they're, they're definitely, what they're doing is they're making it mandatory that you're not going to get it. Yeah, like, I feel like that's just intruding on people's personal decisions too much. And luckily, the rest of Idaho thought that too, because the bill was immediately killed. People thought people in the Idaho State House said, oh, "No, I don't think so." Yeah, I don't blame them. That that's that's completely telling you how and if you will be vaccinated, and we're telling you you can't be, so that's how it's going to be, or we're going to arrest you and possibly jail you. Yeah. So you know, I just feel like if there was something where we could say, "Yeah, that these people know that it's causing great harm to somebody and the public's not aware of it and all this other stuff," then I could see maybe that they're, you know, but I just feel like people are just getting too emotional about this topic and they're jumping on the bandwagon on things that they believe are true that are not true. And they're drawing conclusions without really having the ability to ask what people want to do with it. They're just telling you this is how it's going to be. Yeah, and I'm glad that they're taking their time on this too, on deciding if this is something they want to do in the future where they introduce it. And again, if they do introduce it, it's voluntary for the producers of this livestock if they want to go ahead and give them the shot. But I think the key to all this is in labeling. Yeah, yeah. To, to that way, you're at least being upfront about what exactly it is. Yeah, because I mean, a little bit off topic, but there's one type of thing in the meat industry that they're going to start to label, and I think it's great because I personally am super against it. But there's other people that might be happy about it, and that is lab-grown meat. You ever heard of that? Lab-grown what? Lab-grown meat. Meat yes, grown. Yes, I have heard of it. Yes. Yeah, so it got FDA approval. The company is called Upside Foods. It was formerly called Memphis Meats. And so they're going to start it off with chicken. And to me, it makes zero sense because the amount of energy that you need to do to produce that is so against the environment. It really hurts the environment and it's going to cost a lot to do that. And then on top of it, there's a question about, well, if you're using one cell of a chicken, and let's just say that one cell happens to be a cancer cell, yeah. and then you're multiplying it yes. millions and millions and millions of times, what's happening to the person who eats all of that? Right. Like, you're inducing it. Yeah. But there's some people who think this is a great idea. They don't care about the impact it has on the environment. They don't care about the cost. They just think that this is a wonderful idea. And, and why, why, why do you think they think it's a wonderful idea for the 
for the like loving of animals or i guess but it's actually more painful to animals they said what they have to do is a lot more painful to the animals so i don't even get that but again you know if this is what people want and it's been given approval then label it and that's what they're going to do they're going to make sure that it's labeled so everybody knows if it is lab grown meat and i think that that is the way to go we do that with everything else so people know about allergens you know so they know something is grass-fed so they know if it's organic so why would they not go ahead and let that be known so i think i personally think that's the way to go and i think that people have to stop just you know getting out all this misinformation and then everybody else getting you know on the bandwagon and sharing mm -hmm. it and everybody getting so emotional and you know just going to extremes on it and then and then uh forming an opinion on it when it wasn't even true to begin with yeah absolutely all right well i'm gonna let you go tommy you have a nice rest of your day lise thank you thank for having you. me